from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back in. It is our number two of VEASAN Bet Center here on a Sunday afternoon from our Circus Sports Studios in downtown Las Vegas. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I'm Ben Wilson, joined here on the desk by Greg Peterson and Josh Towers, a former big league pitcher. Josh had told us in our last break there was a dog earlier today he really, really liked. Heated up for us. We've been waiting, Josh, in the spirit of this show being live, and we always encourage you, send in your, your pics, what you're sweating, VEASAN Live on Twitter. We didn't want you to give it away to us, so what, what, what is this magical play of yours, Josh, that is working out so well? Listen, you hear me preach about this all the time, too. Uh, the Brewers-National game, day game today, it's 3-0. Brewers won. What do you think the play was? I'm going to say it was... Plus money. It's plus like 155. Plus 155 on, it was. on the, what, the under? No, on first inning, yes. Matt first Scherzer inning, in, oh, ah, I should, I, you, I, all the time. I told you if it's plus over 115 or more, take it every time. There was three of them in the morning games. One got canceled. The the Blue Jays actually had a runner on second. I know I was and didn't score, so that one lost. But this one won. Two of three runs on a Avi Garcia first inning home run. Max Scherzer in day games gives up a home run the first inning. I swear, I think every game, every time. It's the one reason I would have bet it no matter what because it was 155. But when I saw it was Max, I got so excited because that's what he does in day games. And then he settles in like he did, and he didn't give up another run the rest of the game. The problem is there was a dude pitching against him who's Pretty good. Yeah. Brandon Woodruff. I think we've that heard guy. of him before. Yeah. That guy. So that, that that run in the first, those two runs in the first, that walk wow. and that bomb, that was it. 155 today. Nice. 
You've talked about that in the past. I'm, you know, I'm a little surprised you went in on it only because the weather was awful there today. Right. 50s and raining, ball not going to fly like you would normally expect. There's, and, and it, there's something about like listen, but you, like, it, it clearly worked. It, it's the again, uh, uh, it's the hardest thing for us. We're settling in. I just came out of the pairing. We're settling in, and and and, and for it, I, if it was a night game, I would not bet against Scherzer to do it. It's the day game aspect. It's something that I've seen in him for a couple of years now. Uh, and, and whatever it is in a day game, it takes him a little bit longer, that first inning, and then he gives up a home run, and he gets mad, and then he settles in a little bit. Um, knowing that for the last couple of years, like, I'm always on it, but there were so many more reasons today, and then that price was just so beautiful. Yeah, I thought we'd, I thought you'd maybe get a super low total with a juicy underprice, right. really just, just tempting you to take it, but that was a game where Woodruff, Woodruff was awesome. You had, anything for you in that, uh, Greg, from earlier? That was really the the one matchup of aces that we saw earlier today getting plus money on brandon woodruff at this point you got to be taking it because even when you bet on brandon woodruff there is always that roll that i said if he allows one run the brewers might score zero (laughs) the lineup has been that awful but brandon woodruff is right now the second best pitcher in the national league behind jacob Degrom. jacob Degrom has been absolutely masterful looks like he's going to be going on monday because game today winds up getting postponed unfortunately by the way i think i was seeing a total of five and a half in that Braves versus Mets game, we were talking about this Unreal. off air. I've never seen a full game five and a half total in Major League Baseball, like ever, in a nine inning game, not one of those seven Can inning double headers. Qualify or that statement by saying that Greg Peterson handicaps. You do a podcast every day. You handicap every MLB line. I've never seen a five and a half. <laughs> you know how mad I was that that game. I had a bet, and then obviously it canceled. Mad that that game got rained out. First off, plus money. Come on, Woodruff. Mother Nature, what are you doing? Josh had a That's bet. what I'm trying to say. Jacob DeGrom at minus 150 to me is the same as, as Woodruff at plus money. I mean, I'm, you can't take the over twos because they don't score. With that said, I had Jacob DeGrom today, minus 150, going against Freed, who has been awful for the Braves. The Mets scored 13 yesterday, which doesn't happen, which means they're excited. They're thinking about nothing, just the freedom of, wow, we scored some runs, people hit. I think Lindor hit a home run. Jacob's going to show up the next day and pitch, and I'm getting at minus 150. Also, the Braves have a dude who's in jail right now, so that's going around their clubhouse. This was such a momentum game with the best pitcher in baseball on the mound, and rain. Rain, rain. 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 For Josh Towers. Substitute the R for a P. Pain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, a lot, yeah, so a lot going on with what you just said, Josh. Uh, a, yes, a that lot. game postponed uh, within the last uh, hour and a half or so. It's good for Jacob. And, yeah, yeah, and that's actually the second straight start of his that has been postponed due to rain. So, back, we, backers of DeGrom, you've had to usually deal with this we don't in like the past. That. We do not like being thrown off rhythm. Rain's the hardest thing because we're time-based as well. Um, now he's coming off the IL, his last but, start, yeah, too. Yeah, he needed postponed. it. If, if anybody can use an extra day and not be upset about it, it's going to be him. So that, and then Marcelo Zuna arrested Oof. last night, uh, aggravated assault on his wife. So he like likely talk. to get a big suspension, and he is not going to see the field uh, no. the rest of the year. I'm probably going to be uh, yeah, mm. seeing some jail time as well, likely for that. So, all right, no Mets, no Braves tonight, uh, unfortunately. But we still have a lot more to talk about here uh, on this edition of VEASAN Bet Center. Uh, welcome in again. I'm Ben Wilson here on VEASAN Bet Center, Sunday afternoon edition from downtown Las Vegas, our Circus Sports Studios, hanging out with Greg Peterson, Josh Towers, as we're watching the NBA playoffs unfold, the NHL playoffs, we just saw the Celtics-Nets game begin with uh, with no Kemba Walker available today for the Celtics. Josh, you like taking the points. This thing got up to nine, so how about our, our director behind the glass, Dakota? He got a good number. Nets minus eight. They close minus nine. Total continued to creep up closest, though, at 228.5, and, and uh, they are underway right now. 6-2 the early lead 
for the Boston Celtics. And uh, we'll also be tracking the Jason Tatum player prop just for pure <laughs> pure enjoyment. We are not unable to bet those out here in Las Vegas. That's, Wish. that's, that's solely an East Coast prop. Josh was looking around last break like, hey, where can I bet that? And we had to inform you that, no, you can't bet that, unfortunately. He does, Sorry, uh, Josh. He does have one shot in this game so far. And he's going to the free throw line. And he made it for and a three-pointer. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that works, yes. That's so nice. <laughs> 6-3, and he's going to the line right now again. Uh, just underway there. Hey, Nets already down to a six-and-a-half-point favorite, so if you wanted, if, if you still uh, like this, it's well, we're 90 seconds into the game. You can get a slightly reduced price there, and we'll keep tabs on uh, how, that, how that goes from an in-game perspective. They've also just started the third period in Lightning Hurricanes, game one of the second-round NHL playoff series where the Lightning struck first with a Braden Point, who's been maybe, you could argue, the player of this entire playoffs in the NHL. His goal in the second period has given the Lightning a, a favorite uh, in the series at minus 135, a, a relative pick in this particular game one, a one nothing lead as we start the third period. Greg, I keep waiting for these goals to come, and so far both goalies have been very solid in this one. To this point through two periods, you've seen Andre Vasilevsky, who was obviously fantastic last year in the cup run for the Lightning, save all 26 shots he's faced. And Andre Nedeljkovic has saved 20 of 21, so not bad for the goalies to start so far. And Nedeljkovic has been absolutely tremendous for the Carolina Panthers all year long. But I do think that the Lightning are going to be able to get things picked up from a little bit more of an offensive standpoint. I do think that this is going to be a series in which we are going to see some fireworks. We are going to see some goals scored towards back half of the series, but you got to give it up to what the Lightning have been able to do and being able to get Vasilevsky going. He has been able to do a terrific job ever since he wound up giving up. I think it was five or six goals in that game against the Florida Panthers. They really wound up being able to hunker down from there, and this is a Lightning team that in general, I feel like is finding their groove. Had a little bit of a tough back half of the regular season. They wound up having a couple games that didn't necessarily go their way in the Florida Panthers series as well, but I do like what I'm seeing out of the Lightning. I wound up just liking the Lightning in this series in general as well because with the Carolina Hurricanes, solid team, but it's just one that I feel like maybe was a little bit overvalued throughout the season. They're a team that I think that they've got a couple deficiencies as well. I think the Lightning might be the most complete team outside of the Colorado Avalanche out there in the entire NHL right now. So not surprised to see Braden Point getting another goal as he's got now five this postseason. Uh, right, though, as we say that, Goal, Hurricanes, tie game, saying Greg Peterson, <laughs> take that. Power play. How dare, and, on, and on the power play Jake uh, Bean. as well. So, whew, Jake Bean ties it up 1-1, and that now will totally uh, change the tenor of this game, makes the in-game price. We were just saying it was lightning in the, in the minus 2, 250 range. All of a sudden, Hurricanes minus 125 on your live line. That is the beauty of live betting NHL playoff prices. If you if you like a home dog I should really should say more, if you like a home favorite who goes down an early goal, and this was a little bit later goal in the third period, you're getting a nice plus price on the Hurricanes. It's now back to uh, basically even money, slight, uh, slight juice here to the Hurricanes at minus 125. Four and a half under to minus 140 on the total, uh, your juice price. So what's going on in that NBA game, Josh? You're, I know you're watching very closely more for your, for your Tatum prop, but I think Jason good start Tatum, for the Celts and, uh, and your yeah. plus uh, nine bet. Doesn't seem like we need defense. Um, Jason Tatum's on pace for like 120 probably. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do the easy math, maybe more actually. Um, easy math. I'll, I'll do the official math for you while you. While yeah, you, while you yeah. He's uh, he can put it in his hands and he's just going to the hoop or he's spinning out and shooting over KD and making it. KD can't do anything. Uh, Durant's got 
He's got no answer for Tatum right now. But it's uh, 15-7. Brooklyn's at the line right now. And so far, we've seen this, as you see on, on your screen, the uh, price come down a little bit, down to 6.5. The live uh, total at, up to 239.5 already. He's going to go over in the first period. That's, that's about where he's, how he's playing right now. Uh, nine points so far in three minutes. So if you want me to, if you want me to extrapolate that, Josh, he's he's on pace for 144 points wow. if he if he played all 48 minutes. I was just rounded up to the two minute intervals. Yeah, as <laughs> as one as one does. Listen, get like down this. the court, you know. Of course. Uh, so now at 15-9 after a hardened bucket. Yeah, they're they're isoing him every time. He's, he's playing. This is a sim- This is how Dr. Naismith designed it. Just yeah, of course, iso ball. Uh, here does not actually shoot. It's knocked out of bounds by Tristan Thompson. So yeah, give the ball to Tatum if you want any chance. Uh, again, we'll keep you updated they're on. They're smart. Uh, on Only two game. of them so far. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nine for Tatum. Six for Smart uh, to this point. Let's get to Josh's favorite sport, and I, Greg, one of your two favorite sports, the oh, Major yeah. League Baseball. Talk about a, a, a brutal, not not a beat yet, it would be at least a push on an under. If you really liked Kevin Gosman coming into Chavez Ravine and having the fact that Clayton Kershaw was on the under, on the other side, you might have liked the under seven in this Giants-Dodgers series one that has had actually some high-scoring games in a series where the Giants won two of the first three. Gosman shuts out L.A. through the first six innings, and Clayton Kershaw gives up three in the first and five runs in six innings. But it was 5 nothing going into the bottom of the eighth, so you felt pretty good until Max Muncy, two-run homer off, giant relief pitching, makes it 5-2. Cody Bellinger just reached, beat down an infield single to start the bottom of the ninth. Jake McGee on, looking for the save after Tyler Rogers blew a three-run lead uh, earlier in the series on Friday night. So we, have, we, have we talked about this before, Greg? Don't trust bullpens when you're betting totals? I don't know. Where have I heard that before? I think you've heard that from every single person on this network. <laughs> But getting back to what we've seen just so far in this game, what I think a lot of people don't focus on is the fact that Clayton Kershaw is giving up bombs in Dodger Stadium. Going into today, you date back to the 2019 regular season. Over his last 12 home starts, he had given up 18 home runs. He gives up two in the first inning today. That is 20 home runs given up in his last 13 home starts. This is not the Clayton Kershaw vault. He's still very good. No way fans are butts about it. The Dodgers typically score a bunch of runs for him as well. But you got to be keeping that in mind whenever you're betting on a Clayton Kershaw start out there in L.A. That also means that you're going to have a little bit more value on the over with the Dodgers as well, who are averaging over five runs per game when they're playing out there at Dodger Stadium as well. But I feel like that's such an underrated handicap and something that you should really be taking a look at if you're betting baseball home and road splits because Kershaw is actually giving up far less hard contact when he's away from Dodger Stadium as well. And I think that that's just such an important aspect to take a look at because there are some guys that they're masterful at home and then they're terrible on the road. Take a look at Monday, Merrill Kelly. He's got an ERA two points lower when he pitches in Arizona as opposed to on the road throughout his career. But you take a look at someone like a Herman Marquez for the Colorado Rockies. He's actually really good on the road, has a full point and a half lower ERA on the road than he does at home. So I just think that these are such important aspects to take a look at when you're handicapping baseball. So throw, throw Blake Snell in there. Yes. I was just going to say, this is a division, and you, you can touch on this more as well, Josh, where Padres have, have the best record in in the NL right now. They will, they are in danger of falling now to just a half game ahead of the Giants if they can hang out and win, and that is because Blake Snell was another rough outing today as he gets rocked in Houston, gives up four runs in the first. And keep in mind, I mean, you've been in this spot before where your bullpen has thrown a ton of innings. Mm-hmm. Padres 
like four straight extra inning games. We went a wild one last night on on that bomb uh, by Fernando Tatis in extra innings and uh, just a crazy win for them. But you know coming in, if you're a pitcher, even if you're one like Blake Snell who has not historically gone deep, the one thing he cannot do is rack up a huge pitch count early. What does he do? Through 30-plus pitches in the first inning, gives up uh, four runs, and they lose the game to Zach Greinke going away here, 7-4. Um, I got a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch right <laughs> now. First off, what was the total over in the Dodger game? Because some guy named number 55 just hit a two-run homer, and now it's 5-4. Albert, Pujol, Albert Pujols has left the building. So remember when I said bad yeah, bad potential push? Uh, that's now a bad beat. That's yeah, officially. Bad beat. I, can't, I refuse wow. to bet totals in baseball. I lose all the time. It's one thing How about I can't first five, about. Josh? Um, Welcome yeah. to that side. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Uh, yeah. Pujols, that's awesome. Um, again, on the splits, though, Blake's now 1-0, 2-10 at home, 0-2 with a 9-7 on the road. It's not even the same guy. Um, I still believe uh, in a lot of things, and I'm still mad at Kevin for pulling him out during the World Series. Kevin Cash, that is. With that said, Blake Snell's making a strong case for maybe I should have been pulled. I mean, he's only gone six innings, I think, once this year. Once since 2019, July of 2019. No postseason. No post you know what the, and you know what they did today? <laughs> they Snell go, gives up seven runs in three innings. They're down 7 nothing. They throw in Joe Musgrove, who, throw, who goes five shutout. Five no-hit innings. And not even, yeah, no, no hit innings in five for Joe Musgrove. Why did do this? <laughs> hey, no pitchers. Nobody They're loaded left. with pitching. But they've all but they've all thrown each of the last four they days, played basically. four, four extra straight games, extra games. games four straight days yeah it, it, nobody it's left. not that hard it is not that hard I got a list my guys days rest you just go down it's pretty simple and you they got you, so much pitching they didn't know what to do with it a few days ago and now they're out of pitching because we play a couple do you have Jace Tingler's number I mean do you know the guy can you can you, you might have to reach of... out to him I know a lot of people that know him there's um, got I mean, you got to have a connection reach out say look if you need some help. I mean, we wouldn't want to lose you as a as an analyst. What was the question before I turned to Albert Pujols' home run? Oh, what you have have you you've been in that situation? Have you been in that situation where you know you've got very few options in the bullpen, and the manager's like, "Look, it's on you to go go deep in a game." Have you been in that spot before? I'm sure you were. Yeah, for sure. We love it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I appreciate you going back to that. Um, yeah, you see that a lot. You know your bullpen stacks. You know you have to step up today. I've been in the situations where you play long enough, you're in all of them where. It's worked out to where you've thrown seven or eight and you gave them a break and you feel you feel better about that than you do actually winning the game, which is kind of crazy, but it's such a team effort. Um, and then you've been in games, too, where you get left out there kind of to die because you have to eat innings, but you just don't have it that day. And, and all of those, um, it, it's just, again, it's, it's team baseball. And, and with Blake Snell, it, here's the thing. I say this all the time. You go five innings, I really don't do anything. I go four innings, I really don't have to do anything. I don't learn how to pitch. If you want to learn how to pitch the first inning of a postseason game, you better learn how to pitch the eighth and ninth inning, especially the ninth inning of a regular season game. Because the way you feel finishing your own start is exactly how it feels to start the first inning of a postseason game. I'm going to let Blake go four, five, six innings. He's never going to learn anything about pitch management, pitch setup, about letting you hit it, trying to get you to do something very specific. He's just going to continue to be a thrower. Oh, I throw this breaking ball. It's top to bottom. It's pretty nasty. I'll start it here and bounce and see if they swing at it. Well, what pitch did you throw before? How did you set that up? Does he understand any of these things, or is he just throwing the baseball? At some, at some point, Blake Snell is going to have to understand how to pitch, and it's not stuff, or the Padres are going to have to go, you know what, 
I'm going to let him go seven. I'm going to let him go eight. I don't care if we get up a little bit. I don't care if we end up losing the game. I need him how I need him. I need him to learn how to pitch. I need him how if I can go seven, eight, and nine, I'm not going to waste that many bullets in the first two innings. I will not do it because I know that if I throw 30 pitches in the first, I cannot go seven innings. It's impossible. So now I'm going to be like, all right, you have a mad respect for 13, 14 pitch innings, 12 pitch innings. Those eight, nine pitch innings you get. Uh, so Aaron Savali had it today. He had a runner on second, two outs, and he'd thrown six pitches. I think he got out of them like seven or eight pitches. It was something beautiful. You, you have so much respect for that, and then you get to go deeper in the game, and then you start to conserve energy, you start to be smarter, and you become a better pitcher. Blake Snell is going to have to learn that soon. But and the number Greg the offset, pointed out is that, well, he clearly has not learned that yet. But the offset is, is they're going to give him $20 million anyways. So then does he care? We need I to struck get out you, 200 times. I hit 40 homers. We need to I get you in a room with Jason Tingle. I make a lot of money. They don't care. And let me That's throw this in here as well, Josh. What we're noticing in baseball this year is the guys that are having the most success also have the lowest walk rates. When you take a look at Blake Snell, over five and a half walks per nine innings. He had three walks in three innings today. He has been one of the struggling aces of baseball this year, while a lot of these guys like Brandon Woodruff, even Max Scherzer, though he's given up a couple home runs, he's still putting together a solid year. Garrett Cole, list goes on and on. All these guys are having good years. You want to know why? All these guys have sub two and a half walk per nine inning rates. Meanwhile, Blake Snell's, his is north of five. Right now, 555 ERA. See, me and Hoops can run a team. Let me, I'll, let me throw these numbers real quick. Blake Snell is 1-2 with a 5.55 ERA. He's got 47 innings pitched. He's given up 44 hits, 31 walks, as you said, yep. and 70 strikeouts. What numbers stand out to you? Walks, lack of innings. Yeah. To these guys, oh. I see 1-2 and two with a 5.55. I see 47 innings, 44 hits, 31 walks, and 70 strikeouts. You know what stands out to these guys? And I'm not saying Blake Snell. I'm saying these guys behind these computers, whoever's talking to them at times. you got 70 strikeouts in 47 innings. You're doing really well. <laughs> really well. That's what stands out to them. You have less hits than innings pitched. You're doing good things. Imagine, Hoops, if he had less than two and a half walks per nine. That ERA would be a one five five. There's all his runs. What yep. happens when you get Josh Towers wound up here? He starts, starts telling the truth. And yeah, Blake Snell. Bottom of the zone, not, not corners, a fan. very not success. A not a fan. Jacob DeGrom throws to one side of the plate, and he lives in the bottom of the zone, and his slider starts on and finishes off. Changeup starts on, just goes below, and the fastball never misses. He sits in one little baby corner down there, and they cannot touch him. And he tells them what's coming. Why? It's not that hard. It, we just saw it in the game over here, in the Dodger game. The dude took a fastball down in the knees, and it looked so low to him because they can't hit the ball at the knees that he argued with the umpire, and it was probably like two or three inches actually on top. And it Will was, Smith is a catcher, so he should know. Right. Strikes they out. can't hit strikes that. Out. They don't want to swing at it. They can't drive it. But yet, we want to throw as hard as we can and elevate and be late and try to break something off, and it just hangs and get tattooed. But, again, he's got 70 strikeouts and 47 innings, so who cares? Jake McGee cares? got out of it, by the way, after the two-run after the two homer yep. to Albert Pujols. However, if you're an underbacker in that game, hmm. tough luck loss for you. 5 nothing in the eighth, 5-4 the final. Giants do get the win, though. They win 3-4 of four in that series at Chavez Ravine over the Dodgers, and they do it today as Isaac plus 155 underdog, but that total of 7 goes over thanks to the late two-run homer by Albert Pujols. Uh, one game in progress still in the major leagues. We'll update you on that next. Also, Boston putting up a fight early on the Brooklyn Nets. Up by six. We'll get you an updated price on that game. Coming back right here on VEASAN Bet Center.
BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome back inside Zeeson Bet Center. We're standing by with Craig Peterson, Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson, tracking all the NBA, NHL playoff action, as well as MLB. Josh Towers, uh, I know, is, is just struggling to figure out why so many points are being scored and no defense is being played in this Celtics-Nets game that we're watching right now. Late first quarter, really even not that late in the first quarter. No. We're, we're eight minutes in, and we've scored 52 points combined, 27-25 Celtics. They're, they're sprinting, by the way, both of them up and down the court. Is that sustainable? Is it going to slow down the second half, third and fourth? What are we looking at? I mean, a high second half total, but the under? This is nonstop. Theoretically, the went up 16 points. Theoretically, yes, but keep in mind, if you've watched the Brooklyn Nets play at all this season, this is kind of how their games go. For four periods? Yeah. Yeah. We've seen, their, we've seen totals as high as 248, 249. We, we eventually did see a 250 at one point this year on the Nets, so... That's why, I mean, a, a 245 to me in-game that you just saw on your screen a moment ago, that's not all that surprising to me. 
It helps if you were the an over better, like most people were in this game at 228 and a half. But that's why even even with you in your position, Josh, getting nine with the Celtics, you can't feel all that all that safe just because it's a a tie game right now and Boston's looked good early because we saw this play out this exact same way in game one where Boston came out was up early and uh, Brooklyn completely flipped the script and pulled away and, and covered each of those first uh, two games before the outright Boston win in game three. So there's a board Tatum fouled again too. That's 11, and 11 points early uh, or I should say 12 points early for, uh, for Jason Tatum. I know the thing you, you and I, Greg talked about yesterday was this whole concept of, all right, you know that Durant, Irving Harden haven't played much together. Where can the chemistry come from? And I, I know that's something to kind of keep an eye on and see, all right, where, are the, where is the point production going to be split between? Well, Durant, 11 points so far. Kyrie has shot seven free throws already. Seven for seven at the line. They did a lot of hack Kyrie, 12 points, and Harden's barely touched the ball, two points. Yeah, it's been really fascinating to see James Harden take a little bit more of a backseat to Kevin Durant and company. And he was saying publicly that he'd be more than willing to do so. And now he's actually putting it in practice, which is something that you love to see. Now, with James Harden, no doubt, dealt with a lot of injuries. So maybe still trying to work his way back from that a little bit. And as a result, taking a little bit more of a, I guess you could call it third man role right now with the Brooklyn Nets, but you do like to see that these guys are doing a good job of being able to share the distribution. I do feel like out of the big three, Kevin Durant, no doubt, is the best one of them. I mean, the guy just does a little bit of everything. It's just marveling to see what he's able to do, but you take a look at this game as well. We have seen this in-play total shoot up to 245. I think it might be going up a little bit further because of the sequence that we're seeing right now. At some point, I do think that there is going to be a little bit of value on the under, especially if we wind up getting it to like maybe even a 250. I'd be taking a look at an under because there's just only so many possessions in an NBA game that you're going to get. You're going to get a couple missed shots. I do think that you are going to see things slow down a little bit, especially if you wind up having, say, a two, four-point game with a few minutes left to go. The defense is going to ratchet up. So I do think that if you're looking to jump in on an in-play under, you'd love to see this right now because I do think eventually it's going to slow down a tad. Uh, 242 and a half now. After Durant, by the way, a uncontested drive in Tomahawk. Yeah. 29 up. Two and a half to go uh, in the first quarter. The only other MLB game in action right now has just gone final. Again, if you missed it, no game tonight in Sunday Night Baseball between the Mets and Braves. Rain out uh, with the bad weather in the Northeast throughout this Memorial Day weekend so far. However, in the Bay, we see uh, in Oakland, the Angels hold off the A's uh, despite a game. And, and this, is, this is what uh, Josh loves to see. A starting pitching outing for, uh, for Jose Quintana that... Goes 75 pitches in three innings and uh, and gives up. Uh, it was two unearned runs, but basically a bullpen game here for uh, for the Angels. Greg and Rysel Iglesias able to uh, to get the four out save as the Angels are trying to dig themselves out of an early season hole. Yeah, and for the Oakland A's, they really lost this game in the third inning. They had the bases loaded with no outs. They wind up getting a run walked in. And then from there, they wind up having a sacrifice fly, and they do nothing with the bases loaded with no outs. And 
Then from there, there were absolutely no runs scored after you wound up having six in the first three innings, which is absolutely ridiculous when you take a look at this LA Angels bullpen. They entered into this game giving up more than 2.05 home runs per nine innings. And if you're taking a look at bullpens giving up home runs per nine, next closest, Minnesota Twins with right around 1.6 home runs per nine going into this game. So that was something that I thought was very surprising to say the least. But give it up to the Angels. You figured that there would be a little bit of regression coming in for the pitching to the positive, and that happened in this series. Three straight games, the bullpen has not given up a run. That's impressive. Where, where, where do you see that Ten innings. in this game? Uh, and they get a win, too, as an underdog. Plus 129, the highest price you could have got on Jose Quintana and the Angels over Cole Irvin and the A's. There's been a goal scored in that big game one of the Lightning Hurricane Series. We'll tell you about that and what it's done to the in-game line as they're in the third period next, all right here on Beeson Bet Center. Part of our show or anything on the VC schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, The Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VC Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at VC.com slash podcasts or wherever. You get your podcast. Welcome back. VEASAN Bet Center, the show you are watching and listening to right now alongside Greg Peterson and Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. The baseball, Josh, it's done for the day. What are you going to do, man? I'm sitting over here bored now. i got to watch this. You're just betting, you're betting NBA and <laughs> potentially NHL. We've got the Golden Knights avalanche coming up in a little bit. But a goal, though, Lightning take yes. the lead. Did you, did you agree with me, Greg? It felt like kind of a soft goal that Alex Djokovic gave up for the Hurricanes, but put in by Barkley Goodrow, and it's now 2-1 Lightning 3.38 to go there in the final media timeout of that game here in the third period. Yeah, it was a little bit of a soft goal, but you got to give the credit to the Lightning because they've been trying to come up with these opportunities all game long. Felt like it was just a matter of time before they would be able to get one of those, and they were able to pounce on it. Hurricanes were able to get a goal earlier in the third period. I believe that was Bean's first goal of the postseason, so give them a little bit of credit there. But Lightning trying to take control of this series. They're well on the right way to being able to do so if they're able to just keep it clean these last couple minutes. And Lightning, as you saw on your screen a moment ago, on the East Coast, a massive four-digit uh, favorite in-game right now with, again, just a three-and-a-half to go in Las Vegas at about minus 900 on the live line, plus 575 I'm seeing on the Hurricanes. Let's talk, though, about the game that is coming up in about a half hour here in Las Vegas. It's going to be not your normal Sunday uh, night crowd inside the sportsbook. It's usually a little bit, you know, a little sleepy atmosphere on a Sunday. Everybody driving back home or flying home after a fun weekend in Vegas. But no, not only is it the holiday weekend, get Monday off, but... We don't get Mondays off, by the way, because we're, we're working hard for you here at uh, VEASAN 24-7. But it's not only that, but it's a Vegas Golden Knights second round. A playoff game one, and for the people here in Las Vegas, that means there will be a lot of them out and about watching this game tonight. A lot of betting action, and we're already seeing some numbers start to uh, flip a little bit. A lot, as Some action is actually coming in here on uh, the Colorado Avalanche. They've been bet up to as high as $1.80 favorites for game one in the market. 
Vegas Golden Knights, in, if you look at the minus 180 price, they'd be plus 160. Low total, 5.5, a, a little juice to the under at minus 115. And, uh, Josh, I know you will be paying close attention here. What do you I want? I will. Uh, I kind of like it. I, mean, I keep looking behind me here at the Circus Sportsbook, and same thing. Knights are at plus 162. It's a lot higher than when we walk in the door. I understand the money coming in on Colorado. I get it. I saw the series prices of anybody to win uh, the title, and, and Vegas was at the bottom. We were the highest uh, because Colorado was the favorite. It makes sense, right? I understand. I understand. I get it. They're a good team. They also swept uh, in the first series. They haven't played since the 23rd. It's a lot of time off. Sometimes we can use it. Sometimes, again, chemistry, just being in the right places. Maybe you come out a little slow. I think it's too much time off. This has been a fantastic team. Um, Vegas is coming off a huge win. Game seven. Haven't done that before. Uh, the arena was awesome. Awesome. The whole team played well. I, understand, I think what's happening here is, I think because of seven games, because of the minutes, because of how well the Wild played until obviously the end, and then Colorado sweeping, I think we're looking at this the wrong way. This is not a personal feel. This is not me being a Vegas Golden Knights fan. This is me thinking that Colorado's going to come out a little bit sluggish. Uh, it's like kind of like, and I'll relate it to baseball, I've been pitching a while. I feel great. I'm throwing hard, but I can't locate it. It's, it's, there's an offset to this. I also think because the Vegas Golden Knights defense played so well, and they were a huge part of that game, that it wasn't one or two particular people, um, Pagaretti, Stone, Carlson, they, weren't, they didn't have to dominate the game, in essence. Other people stepped up for them. So as much as uh, ice time was played, it was, there was still a little rest to it, believe it or not. And then there's a huge momentum and, and, and a great feel. I think the Vegas Golden Knights should be favoring this game. I really do. Favorite? I don't know if I'd go that far. I think you might be a Golden Knight fan, but it, it, <laughs> you laid the point for why not, Josh, but I think every, like, everything that goes into the handicap here is like what you talked about with the rest. I think in an, in an NHL long playoff series and just you know, general long playoffs as, as a whole where you're expecting this to be a tight series, I get why Colorado is, is a little bit more favored than they are with the series price perspective to take game one. Colorado around minus 160 or so. Vegas in that plus one, uh, 140 to range to win uh, the series. I'll also ask, I'll ask you this, Greg, from the standpoint, and you mentioned Josh Max Pacioretty being back. We saw him return in game seven. He also had the Matias Yanmark out of nowhere hat trick, mm. essentially. How, how much do you think his return now, and, and where do you assess his health being at when you try and break down this, this whole series? Because we know how important he is to this team. Absolutely. I think that it's going to be really interesting to watch him in game one as well because I think that it's really hard to be able to gauge health when you've got these kind of injuries. So it's one of these things in which you want to really see how a guy winds up coming out before you're able to make an accurate handicap on it because there are so many of us that we try to play armchair doctor and everything like that. But let's face it, you're going based off of reports. You're going based off of just what people on TV are telling you in general. And it's one of these things in which you really just need to see it to believe it. Sometimes you wind up getting smoke screens from both sides that, hey, guy is looking really good, guy is not necessarily looking so good, and then he winds up coming out and it looks like the complete opposite. So this is just one of these things in which I wouldn't necessarily be making an assessment right now on itself. I want to just see game one and then assess it from there. Also, sort of why I find myself leaning toward the under in this spot. And for two, two of the best goalies, in the game, especially this year with Marc-Andre Fleury having been especially amazing 
uh, all season for the Golden Knights. You, you might think, I don't know, Josh, if you if you kind of believe what you're talking about, where there could be some sloppiness a little bit, and then you have gold, the Golden Knights coming off that emotionally draining Game 7, could this be more of a grinded-out, low-scoring type affair in Game 1 in a, in a spot like this? That's my point. I don't think it was emotionally draining. I think it was emotionally uplifting. I don't think the, the in the people, moment, sure. But. I don't think the people that I think they expected to win. I don't think the people that they expected to do. That, that's what I'm saying. Like when you care about your teammates doing well more than you care about yourself, it's the best you'll ever be. And the way they felt about Yon doing what he did, like it was, they couldn't have been more happier for that dude, right? For doing. I mean, he had a hat trick. All the attention was taken off of them, put on their teammate. It's never happened before. Like it's 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 a whole different feeling. They go into that flight. These guys aren't going out. They're going to that flight. They're ready to go. They understand what they're doing. They're, I'm telling you, I, I think it's a whole, a whole different mentality than what people are seeing. I get it. 24, 4 and 2 at home. I understand. That the numbers. You always say those numbers don't matter in the postseason. Well, huh? They still count. Come matter. on, man. I know Josh is thinking of that. There's that one also team in Colorado in a, in his sport that had a lot of time off before a really big is series. Is that their offset? Is the altitude? The breathing? No, I've. I, I would, it's hard. I'm telling you. I don't know. I don't think they. I don't know. I'm just saying. The, they told us don't the, run. Hey, the Rockies were. Uh, when we went to Colorado, they asked us not to run there. Wait till we get on the road because of the altitude. I don't think it's going to have any, any make any. We, we will see. Uh, we'll, that's again. We'll, we'll tell you how the uh, betting breaks out in the final few minutes before that uh, gets started. We'll also keep you posted on this NBA playoff action as it continues to get interesting in Boston. We'll tell you about that next. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back. It's VEASAN Bet Center on a Sunday night from our Circus Sports Studios in downtown Las Vegas, hanging out with Greg Peterson and Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. Welcome back to our set as we have a game that has just gone final. NHL playoffs game one of that second round series. Lightning hang on for a 2-1 win in a game where uh, we were telling you earlier about how the handle broke down on the NBA playoff games. Well, a lot of money on the over here in this one. Over five and a half goals does not even get close. 90% of the handle oh. was on the over five and a half. 2-1 final. <laughs> 2-1 And it was really, a, as you, you kind of pointed out, Greg, kind of a soft goal that even resulted in the game winner for, for Tampa Bay midway through the third period. Yep, and Braden Point was able to have a goal in this one as well. Not a shock there as he's had five so far this postseason. He's been able to do an absolutely amazing job for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But both goaltenders have been absolutely superb all year long for both teams. Andre Vasilevsky, someone that I think is one of the best in the business when it comes to the Lightning. And he had a tremendous game in this one. So I take a look at the Lightning. I think it's going to be they and the Colorado Avalanche are really going to be the two teams to beat for Lord Stanley's Cup. I think that... It's just one of these things in which the Carolina Panthers had a great season. They've got a good core. I just think the Lightning are a little bit more complete. I think that that wound up showing up today. The Lightning defense just seemed like it was a little bit better at not giving the Hurricanes opportunities in general. And then when you got Braden Point being able to get you off the shine, being able to get you a goal, I believe that was in the first period. But uh, Yeah, mid-second. Mid-second period. Yeah. But when you're able to get that, it's just so critical for this Lightning team. And I just think that they've got a little bit more in the tank than the Colorado, than the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, well, they're not, not facing the Avalanche yet. They, that's that's <laughs> next. Avalanche Golden Knights coming it's up. not next. Uh, uh, next. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, it was interesting too, Josh. The, <laughs> you don't, you, Josh is going to keep, keep going against uh, VGK, which, look, I, I think a lot of us here in, uh, in town will be, will be pulling for the VGK. I, I find myself a little bit frightened, though, of how good uh, <laughs> and how tough a matchup it will be against Colorado. I was just going to, speaking of these splits, too, yeah. what's interesting, this is not quite the, uh, the 90-10 thing that we saw on, uh, on the total that, that I just mentioned, the over 5.5 here, but interesting on this Lightning-Hurricanes game, how as far as number of bets, so just the raw number of tickets, when you look at the puck line here, so sometimes that's the equivalent of the spread betting in the NHL, if you're the underdog, you get a goal and a half. If you're the favorite, you lay a goal and a half. At, and both uh, the, the laying that goal and a half is a much better price than just the money line. There were uh, there were a lot there was a lot of handle coming in on the Carolina side here, which is interesting because about 60% of the actual overall bets were on Tampa Bay to cover the puck line at a big minus price, which usually is kind of a unless you are really and this was a pick'em game, so unless you're really confident. 
that a team is going to play within one goal. Laying that kind of juice that you would have had to lay on Tampa Bay at you know minus one fifty or so, just to, just to play plus one and a half is kind of a lot. So, but a lot, and what that suggests though is that a lot of smart, smarter money because people, you know, more handle came in. The smart money, quote unquote, comes in on Carolina here to cover a one and a half goal puck line, and they don't even win the game. So, I know you're always Josh trying to figure out, all right, where where is that action coming in? Value, and yeah. an interesting breakdown today on the puck line. Very again, this team's three and zero at home in the postseason. I, I understand that maybe they shouldn't be favoring the game. You still got to factor in some other things and what they've showed us and more recently. Um, so there, there was offsets to this. They, they have given up a lot of first goals, which is never fun. They also have not lost at home. And then you're going to give me plus money on the puck line at home? And I don't make any sense money. to me. And I'm one, those, make any sense. I'm one of those people, too, because you've also got the run line in baseball. I'm sure I speak for many people out there. Uh-huh. You either want the run line slash puck line to cover, or you just want the team to lose outright. I am petty like that. You don't want that <laughs> game to land on one. Either lose outright or cover it. Don't give me this one-point-one-goal win. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Well, you know, man. And I should even correct myself, too, what they did on a game like this. It's a, a pick em. The juice you would have had to lay, at least in Vegas here, minus 265 on... Tampa Bay at plus one and a half. So that was, you know, the, the odds of this being such a tight game were that steep that, that so that to me shows a kind of an irresponsible, like, novice better saying, oh, uh, this game certainly should be close. So I'm going to lay 265 just on, on the plus one and a half. I know it worked out today, but that to me is not a, a long term, uh, profitable strategy here. No. On, the, on, the, on the other side, I think a lot of reason why there was a lot more money on the Carolina side, maybe some value on plus 240. To win by a goal and a half. Now, Carolina had played a bunch of overtime games in that first round series, and even though what you pointed out, the the whole playoff record, it it certainly didn't work out in this game. But I think that's something to to bear looking at as you go forward in these series, where just because you have a a, you know a number so skewed to a minus price in a very tight series, certainly does not mean that it is necessarily an auto play if you're having to lay that that amount of juice there. Go ahead, hoops. I mean, listen, it's the postseason. Like, they're supposed to be competitive games. It's the best of the best in every aspect. We're talking about the goalies, how good they are. We're talking about the defense offenses. Like, it's not – I'm not running around beating the teams at the bottom of the league. We're, we're facing the best of the best. And, again, it's not about – It's it, the only thing that matters is winning. So I'm not I'm – not, I, I don't know. It's just – it's more competitive. I'm just doing enough to win in essence. Like, I, I, it's, it's a tough – puck line is going to be tough. I, I get it. You, you lay high totals. You think overs and you think points. So then you think, you know, puck line. I, I don't know, man. It's tough. And, and to go against somebody at home who's done that, that's, that's even tougher for me. Yeah, we'll see how that, that bears out uh, throughout the, uh, the rest of that series. Uh, I do have a pretty, pretty big uh, note, though, on this Golden Knights Avalanche game that just came across the, uh, the wire. The goalies have been announced. Philip Grubauer for the Avalanche. It's Robin Leonard, right. according to my Don Beskin. That is now confirmed. So, again, you know Mark, Mark Andre Fleury played all seven of the wild games in goal. And it is Robin Leonard who has been limited with, uh, with injury throughout this season. The guy who most people assumed would come in and be the one to replace Mark andre Fleury coming into this season. He started most of the games in the playoff run last year. Certainly not a, I mean, it's certainly a guy you would have trust in overall, but man, it's an interesting strategy by, by Pete DeBoer coming out after that physical hard fought seven game series and putting his backup in first appearance for Leonard in the playoffs here, Josh. Got to trust your team, boy. You gotta trust them. 
You like you like, the, you like the play here. I'm a little. He's rested, and again, uh, we're going yeah, to altitude. I, I think that plays a lot into it. Uh, Flurry's been amazing. He just seems to get better and better. And obviously, last game he was equally as good as he's been all year. Um, I was actually shocked that that he didn't get more play time. You know what I'm saying? The first time around, and we've been sitting for so long, and now all of a sudden I'm going to throw him in. I'm sure at practice has been a lot of uh, a lot of reps, but I actually I, I don't mind this. I, I again, you have to use your whole team. You will not get to whatever level, the pinnacle of whatever level, if you don't trust everybody in your roster and they already know what he can do, I like to play today. And I think that this is really interesting as well because we've noticed that a lot of the top teams out there in the NHL, they do have a solid number two goalie like Yaroslav Halak during really especially the 2019-20 season. He was solid this year. He wound up seeing a little bit less run. He wasn't quite as effective, but still was able to do a relatively solid job. You take a look at what we've seen out of the Islanders. They've got a really good two-goalie system. That has been serving them very well as well. So I take a look at this, and I do think that you have to have a little bit of trust in your backup goalie, and Leonard is one of the best in the business at being able to be that number two guy. And you're also starting to see, and this is what you would expect, some of the Vegas money coming in, at least as we monitor our Nevada sports books, where uh, Vegas down now to as, as low as a uh, plus 155 underdog. It were as high as 165 a few minutes ago. So Josh is continuing coming to down. look behind his shoulder. <laughs> Josh is, uh, is about to get ready to run out of here and, and make a bet before, uh, before <laughs> after we have a break, and he's got a chance to, uh, to do so. So, again, with the, uh, with the goalie, Update, though, Robin Leonard in for Marc-Andre Fleury in this one. Uh, no, and uh, Philip Grubauer for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, one update, too, on the NBA playoff game going on right now. The For the first time all game, the Brooklyn Nets are covering a number that went from 7.5 up to 8, up to 8.5, and, and closed at a lot of books at 9. You see a drive and a score by James Harden, but he's really been more distributor so far and I know Josh you somebody who took took the points here with Boston getting those nine points you got to be worried a little bit right now because the Nets after a slow start have certainly come to life here five minutes to go in the first half yeah they have they, have, they haven't stopped and that's the thing you know we've talked in depth Kevin about, Fournier airball by the way right yeah you're talking in depth <laughs> about this and, and and you got basically Tatum on Boston side then he has to sit down and take a little break you know he played uh, a lot of minutes in the first and then if KD sits out, all right, bring Harley and Kyrie and, and James in. If they both sit out, you still got James on the court. Like, like, again, they do have. That's why they're the favorite. They do have so many options. You want to see those guys play more time together to get more, again, in, in rhythm. But that's the luxury that if these guys are healthy and they're playing at their best, that's the luxury that this Nets team does have. Where Boston is a little short. Boston's still playing, obviously tough, but the 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 way Brooklyn is up and down, and, and each one of the guys seem to be. I haven't seen the stats, but. Just watching the game, the way that each one of them have been delivering when they've been on the, the court, it's been pretty impressive for, for Brooklyn so far. It has not been just three-ball launch fest so far. No, that's no, no, no. Four yeah. of eight from downtown. This, this is, but this is one of those games, right, Greg, where if you're we've, – we've discussed this before. If you like the 76ers in the East, if you like the Bucks in the East, this is one of those games that kind of makes you think, okay, there's, there's still a reason why the Nets are favored, even if we disagree and don't think the Nets can get through this whole run unscathed with the lack of uh, the lack of you know, overall chemistry and the lack of continuity we've seen game like this where you have Durant, Kyrie and Harden combining so far for 45 of the team's 56 points basically outscoring the Celtics themselves 
that's the one area where you say, all right, this this is the spot. These are the types of games that could pose problems to those two big teams down the stretch. Yeah, Irving just made a free throw, so the big three of the Nets currently have 46 points. The Celtics have a te- as a team has 47, so it's been absolutely remarkable to watch. And you've still got some good weapons for this Nets team outside of these big three as well. You wind up picking up Blake Griffin. Joe Harris is one of the best sharpshooters out there in the NBA as well, so it certainly is going to be a daunting task. So the Celtics, let's face it, they're just really running on Tatum and nobody else at this point. And the live market now up to 11.5 in favor of Brooklyn with the total. It has come down a little bit. This got up to a crazy fast-paced start. 240.5 now at your live total as we go to break. Josh Chowers let him run out of here, get his, get his bet in on that Golden Knights game. He's been itching to run down and make a bet here at our Circus Sports Studios. We'll come back for hour three, talk about that and all the other playoff action next here on VEASAN Bet Center. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.